to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. Thank you so much for sticking with us through the break. Are there snakes in Georgia? <laughs> We're going to have a discussion about the good, the bad, and the venomous snakes in this segment. Don't forget, if you want to connect with us, go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O. G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions, make comments. You can push back. You can share ideas with us, and we love that. You can also be very critical of something I've said on the radio. I enjoy that as well. I don't always agree, but I always like hearing what you think. And you can subscribe to our podcast. We would love for every single person listening to be a podcast subscriber so they never miss an, miss even one single episode of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. In this segment, we've got two expert advisors from Northwest Exterminating, Rob Bounds, who is the Wildlife Branch Manager. That sounds like a hell of a job to me with Northwest Exterminating. And Alex Newton, who is an inspection specialist also with Northwest Exterminating. And I want to start out real quickly. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Enjoy it. Thanks for having us on, Cleve. I appreciate you giving up your time on a uh, Saturday to do this. So full disclosure, I don't like snakes and I'm not scared of a lot, but I am scared of a snake. So when I was a kid, I went outside, go to open the hood and I stick my hand in. You've got the little thing you got to pull to get it to release, you know, like the safety on there and I pull it and it feels kind of slimy and that, that hood goes up and there's just a little bitty green garter snake wrapped up around the little little uh, piece scared the crap out of me. And I didn't do anything with it because I just hit the road and told my dad that it was there. That was my first, and I was probably seven, maybe eight years old. That was my first little experience with the snake, and I knew I didn't like them. Then I'm going back and getting my undergraduate degree, and at the end we had to do this class that was on sort of what the total mass of the earth is represented by different things, ants and cockroaches and all kinds of stuff. And one of the chapters, gentlemen, was on snakes and the percentage of the earth's mass that is made up of snakes. And I don't remember what it was. I don't care what it was, but it got me focused on snakes. Used to travel a lot for a living. I went to the local Marriott in Lansing, Michigan. I crawled in the bed after reading that book on the plane flying there. And as soon as I got in that bed, I was absolutely positively convinced that there were snakes at the bottom of the bed. And what is so interesting is it took me a year or so to get over that. So literally every night I had to inspect my bed for snakes because you can't think there's a snake in the bed and just stay there. <laughs> you got to do some <laughs> checking. I have never found one, but just I just want everybody to understand that I don't really like snakes. If it's okay, let's jump into some questions. These are more for Rob. Alex, you chime in as you see fit. What four common snakes are found in Georgia, and if you would put them in the good, I would assume non-venomous or the dangerous venomous categories, I would love that. Uh, probably as far as uh, your non-venomous, your rat snakes, um, your uh, your black runners, uh, those are going to be the ones you're going to see the most of around there. Okay, um, and are both of those snake, are both of those black? Is a rat snake black? Some of them are dark and almost look black, but some of them uh, get mistaken a lot of times for copperheads. We see all the time people call in and tell us they have a copperhead and it's a rat snake. So that means that's kind of a brownish with some some copper color on it. Right. They're mistaking right. it. It definitely will be. So those two are non-venomous. And so right. I would assume, because I always hear that the snakes that are non-venomous are actually very good for the environment. So why yeah. would those snakes be good? Well, especially like your king snakes also, which is also a black snake, they will actually go in and kill other snakes. And 
many times they'll kill the copperheads that are in your yard and take care of the venomous snakes and get them out of there. So if you kill the king snakes in your yard, you'll wind up with copperheads because they'll take over them. Okay, now yep. don't don't make me have to start inspecting my bed again at night, man. <laughs> Tell me what you got, Alex. That's, that's why they call the king snake. There, they're the king and snakes. Out they're there. the king of snakes. I like that. I like that's pretty cool. You got a non-venomous snake that goes and deals with the venomous snakes and says, "No, no." I assume he deals with them because he's hungry. Yeah, right. And, you know they they also uh, they're great rodent control um, around the properties. You know they they eat the the rats the chipmunks that are tearing up your driveway they do a good job and cleve you're not alone i think there's a percentage <laughs> out there i think 60 percent of americans are afraid of snakes so uh, you're right there with everyone else thank you i don't know if i feel any better that i'm in that 60 percent group or not but i have certainly um been scared of them how about the venomous snakes that are common in georgia so that's three non-venomous king rat snake rat snake and your black runners. Black runners. I, black, my favorite name is the black runner. I want to see a black runner someday. That sounds pretty They're cool. Bad. All right. What are the venomous snakes that are common in Georgia? Your copperhead and your cotton mouse are probably some of the most common. Uh, then you have, you know, you, you do have your rattlesnakes. Your, you have diamondbacks down south Georgia. Your timber rattles are in north Georgia. Um, pygmy rattles and coral snakes. Uh, far as up in the Atlanta area, around this area, rattlesnakes and copperheads are the main ones we see. Really? Um, your cottonmouths are going to be more in the southern region. Are all snakes that are venomous, do they also have rattlers or no? no? They um, will shake their tail sometimes and shake it and make it sound like a rattlesnake. Really? Any snake will do that, even non-venomous. Really? So does a copperhead or a cottonmouth have a rattle? They don't have a rattle. Neither one of them. Interesting. I yeah. thought for some reason that all venomous snakes had rattles. I don't even know why I would have uh, thought that. So where would you find, what's the difference in a copperhead and a cottonmouth, and where would you find each? Uh, your copperhead and your cottonmouth are going to be, you know, different snakes. The biggest mistake people make is this, the water snakes in Georgia, which are non-venomous, and your copper, uh, your cottonmouths in Georgia. They look a lot alike. Um, there's a few distinguishing things to tell the difference in those and, and the region they're in also. And a cottonmouth is in the water or near the water. Is that correct? Right. Cottonmouth and moccasin are the same thing. They are water snakes. Um, but then yep. you also have your banded water snakes, which they look a lot alike. Uh, one of the biggest ways to tell the difference is their bands on on a cottonmouth or, co uh, or moccasin look kind of digital, like digitized. Um, and they so you mean like, like you mean like mask. not straight? Like pixelated. Oh, pixelated. Yeah. Okay, got it. That's that's right. what I yeah, was picturing when you said that. Yeah, yeah. That was that was exactly what I was thinking about. So that is so interesting. I do remember uh, cleaning the bottom of my dad's boat in Lake Lanier and coming up and having a snake swim right by me, and that that made me feel really excited about be, being in the water. You've had a, you've had a lot of run-ins with snakes. Yes, I think actually now that I think about this section, I think I need some additional therapy. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm going to talk to my therapist. I hey, look. I got a lot of repressed memories about snakes so um in and around a home rob and alex where are and by the way if you've just joined us you're listening to go gaddis real estate radio right here on am 920 the answer i'm cleve gaddis host and i'm joined on the line by alex newton who is also who is with northwest exterminating and rob bounds who is a wildlife branch manager uh with northwest we are talking all things snakes in metro atlanta so rob what are some of the common places snakes might be found in and around a home one of the places that one of my workers found one recently was under a garden shed they were tearing an old garden shed down at a house in snellville and i would assume it was probably a big the black the king snakes get pretty big 
Yes. Yeah, this was a big fat boy and all curled up, and I'll bet you that's what it was. I didn't ask them what they did with the snake, but I'm afraid that he might not have made it on. That makes me actually sad because they're good for the environment. But anywhere else do you find snakes? Uh, it depends a lot on the time of year. You know, your fall and spring when it's a little cool at night, they're going to be laying out in the sun trying to get sun. Now, in your summertime, they're going to be in shaded areas and things like that. But one of the big areas people find them is if they had bird feeders out and you have birds out there and you have rodents eating, they're going to be over there hunting those um, hunting those critters in there. You'll run into snakes, too. Um, in, you know, in residential areas, we all have those neighborhoods that have a creek running through it. Yes. And you have a creek running through your backyard. Most of them, right. Yeah, and, and especially in the metro Atlanta area. And that's, you know, that's one place where you might run into um, a cotton mouth. So, um, so is there, I, I would love, and this is not something we plan to talk about. Do, do you have any recommendations for someone like when they're walking through the yard or walking new near a body of water to, to decrease the chances of them being bitten, like make some noise or whatever it might be. I don't know how that would work. I don't even know what I would do if I was trying to avoid a snake. Biggest thing you do is just watch your step. Just um, anywhere you have frogs and rodents and that type of stuff, you're going to see more snakes. Um, I, I jog in the mornings and the shaded areas when I'm jogging in the dark and there's frogs, you know, in the shade, you know, looking for bugs. I know that's where the snakes can be too, because they're looking for the frogs. Got it. Yep. So if you're in an area and you cannot see very clearly, then you really need to look down when you take those steps. And it's interesting. So in the cooler times, you'll find them out sunning. You'll find them out where they can get the sun to keep them warm. Cause I guess they are cold blooded. And then when it's hot, they'll get someplace where they can stay cool. So, I would always go get a shovel and decide to finish that snake off myself when I would find one. And I'm betting you that is not the recommended action for someone in Metro Atlanta that finds a snake. What do you recommend they do? So I would, I would recommend calling a professional. Okay. Um, we usually with snakes, we can get out pretty quick. So if you've got one, I mean, we try to get out there as fast as we can because those snakes are probably going to be gone by the time we get there. Yeah. Um, the one thing that you don't want to do is grab that shovel and get close to it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There that you is go. How most people get bit. Yeah. So call an expert. How would they reach Northwest Exterminating, especially the wildlife, um, uh, the wildlife area? How do they reach you? So you can reach out to Northwest, and this number here will direct you anywhere. We've got a four seven zero. Okay. Two seven three six eight five five. Okay. Now, and if somebody wanted termite treatment, pest control treatment, get rid of mosquitoes in the yard, that you could do all that, right? Correct. And we I can do all that. We also have a monthly snake treatment plan. Um, huh. You know, areas where there are a lot of snakes, we can treat around your your house for snakes. We use a it's it's essentially essential oils, and we oh. put them on the ground. It's something the snakes don't like. They must be sensitive to smell. They're smelling with that tongue, right? Hey, listen, guys, I really appreciate you coming back and joining us on today's show. Hopefully, we have educated people without scaring them to death. You've been listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence. And without all the worry typical with life's biggest investments, in our next segment, we're going to take a quick break. Do you think you can sell your home without paying capital gains taxes? Sometimes the answer is yes. But sometimes the answer is no. And how do you celebrate the 4th of July? And how has it been celebrated over the years? Stick with us. We've got those, we've got these subjects and more. We'll be back. <laughs> 